0: Investors swallowed the unideal U.S. inflation data of this week and went back to buying the risk assets. Now the Dovish fed expectations retreat, however, leaving more playground for the other central bank those two play a little bit, but a significant appreciation that we might see in the US dollar won't let the rest of the world indifferent face with the rising inflation risks. So if the US dollar gains strength and if the Fed refrains from cutting its rates, well, the others must follow as well. So welcome, this is Coats daily market talk. So the market has been very quick indeed in swallowing and digesting this Tuesday's less than ideal inflation data from the US which showed that the inflation in the US didn't ease as much as expected in January. Remember that data? Well, I'm sure you do because it was just two days ago. It was supposed to be important, it was not obviously life-changing but certainly a bit trend changing. But it has not been. Interestingly, the New York market reaction remained quite short-lived. And we think that the fact that inflation in other places like the UK or Switzerland, which is more insignificant, didn't pick up may have certainly helped cementing the idea that this is certainly just a blip in the US disinflation trend. And if it's not, well, the Chicago Fed's goals be said aloud what every investor out there wanted to hear. that slightly higher inflation data for a few months will still be consistent with their further easing prediction toward the Fed's 2% inflation target. And Steph at the ECB was feeling more poetic than that yesterday as they tweeted or they X or they whatever they said, roses are red, violets are blue, we are nearing our target and we will reach 2 well, many of my Twitter feed people complain having a stomach ache after seeing this message. So it was that cheesy indeed, but the message went quite viral indeed. So it's in this atmosphere of love and hope that investors got their thoughts together and well, put on their dip buyer hats, went out there in the market and chased some good deals. If you can actually call them good deals at the current and well, near over both levels especially in the US markets. But then know that even the big shorts Michael Burry who is famous for shorting stocks and who was short the chip stocks last year remember who was short the S&P 500 stocks and who was short the Nasdaq 100 stocks has well no more short positions in his portfolio according to the latest 13F filing. So the biggest short of the history or the most famous short of our history three in the towel he is now long health and technology stocks instead to tell you how positive things are looking right now and among his new darlings we have cvs health hca healthcare oracle group city group alibaba and jd yes the chinese alibaba and jd so, the S&P 500 rebounded almost 1% at yesterday's trading session. The technology stocks led the rally. Uber, for example, dropped nearly 15% yesterday after announcing its first ever buyback of 7 billion US dollars to celebrate its first ever annual net profit since it became a public company. Then its Asian competitor Lyft jumped more than 60% yesterday but that was well, just a mistake. I mean the company said that they expect a 500 basis point increase in its adjusted EBITDA but they were trying to say a 50 basis points and not a 500 basis points increase. Greece but hey this was certainly the best marketing campaign that the company has ever made because everyone but everyone was talking about Lyft yesterday not for the good reasons but still and also they were talking about the ECB's romantic wives. but the share price of Lyft jumped 35% so yes it was a slow but an interesting day of trading most of us needed a good drink in the evening to digest the incredible market optimism, the ECB's poem and the 500 basis point incident from well the lift guys. Now back to some serious stuff the US 2 and 10 year yields retraced the post CPI jump on market's ignorance of the inflation risk that should in theory delay the first rate cut from the federal reserve. The US dollar gave back some feel against majors but note that despite the bulls keeping their faces on and refusing to lose face the expectation of federal reserve rate cuts is not what it used to be at the start of this year a month and a half ago but investors will be focusing on retail sales today and some manufacturing indices as well and continue to guessing when and how and by how much the fed will move this year but stronger retail sales should weaken the fed dose while soft manufacturing figures should actually strengthen the fed dose hand. so that's the market rhetoric but the market's pricing suggests now three fully priced rate cuts at this point and a fourth cut price at around 70% despite five cuts at the beginning of this year and that's also less than the four rate cuts price in for the ECB so the expectations are becoming in line with what's rational and the euro's depreciation against the US dollar today remains quite well supported by fundamentals. There is one thing though that you should keep in mind, the dovish ECB expectations are fueled by soft growth and falling inflation in the euro area. But a broadly stronger US dollar is inflationary for the rest of the world simply because everything from commodities to crude oil to natural gas are negotiated in terms of U.S. dollars. So a hawkish shift for the Federal Reserve. A stronger U.S. dollar as a result of it, if strong enough, should lead to an undesired U-turn in European inflation numbers as well, and that would soften the ECB Dove's hand and throw a floor under the eurodollar's actual sell-off. So the potential for a further sell-off remains quite limited. Happily though, energy prices are not yet threatening enough. In this context, the barrel of US crude fell sharply yesterday after trading above its 200-day moving average as the latest EIA data printed a 8.5 million barrel increase in oil inventories last week. Natural gas futures continue to dive as well, driven by soft demand and record high production, ample supplies and a mild winter both in Europe and in the US. Now, note that we are far from the expectation of sustainable, rise in prices above the three dollar per mmbtu 2 by the end of last year we are now almost near half of it instead so at the current levels natural gas futures should awaken some at least some deep buying interest the Chinese stimulus could be just one factor that could actually give a certain boost to this depressed market but but so far we also note that the news of stimulus from China didn't gain enough traction and something that there is nothing to stop this negative spiral in natural gas prices. But hey, that's not true, this is not an NFT, it won't go to zero, it does mean something to have natural gas, we need it, it is worth buying at some point. So the question is, when? Right now, the chart looks scary indeed and one needs guts to swim against such a strong tide but hey, no risk, no return, no money, no candy. At the current levels, natural gas futures are clearly on my watch list for a potential Bullish reversal in the coming weeks, or at least in the coming months. Elsewhere, data released this morning in Japan showed that the country unexpectedly and surprisingly entered recession in the fourth quarter of last year. Their economy shrank 0.1%, while analysts were expecting a 0.3% expansion in Japan. Their private consumption declined for the third straight quarter. So, if the latter didn't really trigger a fresh sell off in the Japanese yen, well, it is certainly because the Japanese officials are now looking at investors in the eye and say that, hey guys, the sell off is a bit rapid in the Japanese yen, and be careful because we might do something, but talk is empty. Open interest for CME. Yen contracts are at 17-year high and a concrete move from the officials could hit deadlines anytime to prevent the dollar-yen from jumping above that 150 psychological level. So this is all for today, I'm Ipek Oskar and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you so please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on Instagram, on X, and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments and please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.